to another episode of One of Us is a Filmmaker podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Orion, and this is my wonderful sister, Cassia. Oh, thank you for the compliments. Yeah, well, there you go. You're not going to get many of those. Um, <laughs> no, uh, who is a filmmaker, and I am not, per se, but I have a little interest in film. A little interest. Yeah. You've got a lot of interest. You've got a podcast all about it. A podcast all about it. I write frequent reviews. Check out the blog. Check out the letterbox. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> Plug that stuff all It's all there. What's that from? That's from something. I don't know. Oh, I think it's a Owen Wilson impression. Ah, yes, probably. Owen Wilson is a very prolific actor. Um, he had a good mention in our last episode, which was all about Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot that was uh, I've already episode. forgotten. I've already forgotten. But yeah, good old Shanghai vibes. Yes. Yeah. Shanghai Noon. Shanghai, Shanghai Noon. Not just Shanghai generally. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. In accordance with Jackie Chan. And Owen Wilson. <laughs> and Owen Wilson. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we are talking today about a wonderful subject. I think that it's almost as big as some of the other animations we've talked about, but it kind of goes slightly more under the radar because mm. those other big behemoths overshadow it a little bit. But, I mean, what we're talking about today has probably one of the most iconic, in my opinion, openings. Mm. Like, uh, to announce their title at oh, the yeah. beginning of something, you know? Like, you would always see this before films and be like, classic. It's totally different now, though. What is it now? Remember I told you in another episode, so... If you haven't looked at the title of this episode, which I'm sure you have because you've clicked on it, people, mm-hmm. we are looking at DreamWorks 3D animated franchises. Amazing. So we're looking at some of those classic ones, the likes of Shrek, Kung Fu Panda, yeah. whatever else there is. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the opening now, it like moves through their like famous characters and like their famous movies. Oh, um, that's like Marvel. Because it had like, yeah. a, there's like a bit with the boss baby in it and other things. That's <laughs> not what you want to be seeing, is it? Now the start of DreamWorks, no. No. What happened to the iconic kid on the moon? Ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> but that came after Shrek, but yes. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's super iconic. I feel like... Most people think of DreamWorks and they think of Kid on the Moon. Yeah. Right? I mean, what was the rebrand choice there? I don't know. Awful. I mean, it's like every time you watch a Disney film now or Marvel film, it's like you see every single Marvel film appear like one after <laughs> the other. It's like, I just want to watch one, please. You. No, it'll always like bring on like a fit or something. It's like, it's <laughs> yeah, too much. I know. I can't have like flashed all in my face. It's too much. You know, when you, when you posed the idea to do this as the like topic, mm. um, we were always going to talk about DreamWorks, right? Yes. But when we were talking, when you said, let's do DreamWorks franchises, I thought to myself, how many franchises actually are there? And I didn't associate DreamWorks with being a franchisee studio. But actually, mm. <laughs> it's been around for a while. Been around for a long time. I, mean, I can give you a bit of that history if you want. I'd love it. I always give the history. You know, this is me being the filmmaker, you know, I know all these film facts. Mm. That's what me I bring ba- to the me table. Me bringing the drought of information. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the lack of information from that side of the microphone, Love for sure. But anyway, so DreamWorks Animation originally started as a company called DreamWorks SKG. And this was in 1994. Mm. And it was created by three bigwigs of the film world at the time. You're going to tell me Harvey Weinstein was involved? No, but you want to guess a very famous filmmaker is one of those three. Spielberg. Yeah, straight away. Yeah, I was pretty sure he was involved with SKG. I remember seeing SKG and Amblin together. At one point. I'm not saying they were the same company, but I remember seeing, like, the linking thing being Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spielberg. Uh, I don't think you'll guess the other two. No, but I assume they're correlated with the letters of their names. Yes, they do. So we have Steven Spielberg, S. Jeffrey Katzenberg, K. I've heard of Katzenberg. And David Geffen, G. I have not heard of David Geffen. 
He's involved with so many famous, well, they're all involved with very big famous films. From what, like the 80s and stuff? No, from 90s, noughties, like everything. Do you know when SKG was set up? DreamWorks SKG, as I said, was founded in 1994. 1994, right, sorry. So uh, Mm. they probably were involved in some other things before then. And then they created this. And it became technically DreamWorks Animation in 2004. So they dropped Ah. the SKG. I see. And it was just DreamWorks Animation Baby. So when they were doing stuff like Prince of Egypt, Road to El Dorado, that was kind of SKG. That was DreamWorks SKG. Shrek as well. Oh, yeah. Shrek is older than you think. 2001? Yeah. That was a great year. Yeah. Discuss that. Yeah, I know we have. Love that. I mean, we'll be getting into it a bit more, but do you want to guess what their very first film was, DreamWorks? Hmm. It didn't come out super close to when they launched the company, presumably because it took them a few years to actually make the film. Am I being silly? Was it something like Spirit? Nope. I mean, yes, you are being silly. And no, it's not Spirit. (laughs) Excellent. Well, I, I was a bit worried that Spirit wasn't a DreamWorks SKG, but actually I think it is. Um, um, it is a DreamWorks SKG. Yeah, the only things I, the only three I can think of are, you know, Spirit, Road to El Dorado, and Prince of Egypt. I'm, I'm blanking on what it was. Come on, oh, wait. their first film it wasn't Iron Giant, was it? They're not Iron no, Giant. No, I didn't. I didn't think it was Iron Giant. The very first movie. Granted that the Prince of Egypt did come out in the same year, but this film was first. This other film was first. Out of the gate, I've definitely seen it. Ah, you would have heard of it. Well, you went to see it in the cinema and it scared life out of me. It's also very similar to a Pixar movie that came out around the same time. Oh, Ants. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it was the first one. They it, went from doing 3D to 2D. No, but they were doing both at the same time and also there was a delay in the release of their first films. Uh, I can't Hollywood, man. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on. But yeah, uh, basically, they began their film career with mm. Ants. Not a bad one to get no, beginning with. No, what? <laughs> Not a bad one to begin it with. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I said that a bit quickly. I don't um, know, we're both not talking very clearly. No, so no, I no, think it's, it's fine. Again, it's one of these late night recordings. Classic. Classic. It just goes a bit delirious. The working life gets you down. I know. We've just um, we got to fit in the podcast somehow. Yeah. But uh, no, actually, I think that was interesting because I guess like Bugs Life and Ants came out a similar time. It's literally the same year. Oh, was it the same? It was exactly. Pretty much. Oh, okay. Well, I think everyone really liked Bugs Life. You know, but actually Ants kind of stood on its own. I don't think people look at Ants and go, that's awful. I think that they did a good job. I do remember watching it and being scared of it. But I was also scared of A Bug's Life with the big maybe Kevin Spacey like, cricket. Yeah, maybe you don't like insects. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't really like insects. You were complaining about these big wasps you saw in the south of France. They were huge. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't be terrified, <laughs> but I'm just saying that that's led me to believe you do not like insects. They were massive. We also got chased off the road by a wild boar. Sound quite dangerous. <laughs> like living it up in the south of France. Right. Well, the movies weren't dangerous. No, the movies weren't. No, but the movies weren't. And, yeah, great. Um, Good film, man. So, in 2004, when DreamWorks became DreamWorks Animation, that was them as an independent company. Excellent. And so, NBC Universal acquired it in 2016, and they're technically under Universal Pictures now. Interesting DreamWorks. how they went downhill after that. Oh, well, that's something you can get into, to be honest. Well, I'm, I'm being a bit uh, fajitas, but um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just... A AKA classic, facetious. Yeah, I mean, it's just a classic story of, like, big corporate buyout, monopolisation. I mean, the problem I have with it is I think it begins to spawn more films that they care less about. Well... That's my argument. I did find out this very interesting fact that I think you'll enjoy. Oh, okay. They've got an original film coming out soon. Oh! On Netflix. Oh! oh. 
on February 2nd, 2024. And the name of it is called Orion and the Dark. Is it? It's your name. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I wish it weren't coming out on Netflix, but I mean, <laughs> otherwise, very interesting stuff. So we're going to have to watch it. So it was funny. They said, you know, I was looking at the DreamWorks website, actually. I was doing a bit of research. Myself. Oh, wow. Uh, once, oh. once the blue moon, that happens. Well, I mean, they were saying, they were saying uh, that they're known for doing television shows as well. And I was like, what television shows, firstly? I, I couldn't think of any. But then they, they showed, like, um, an image of something on Netflix. And I guess I wasn't sure if that was a television show that they've currently got on Netflix. I think it was like an animated, like a 2D animated kind of thing. Or if that was, I don't know, something that you're talking about. Well, they do kids' films, so we're probably not up to on what kids' TV shows are on at the minute. Yeah, I suppose actually when you get older, you probably do miss out on like the stuff you might have watched as a kid coming out now. Exactly, and that's why when you look back at nostalgic things, we think it's the most amazing, best thing, but then someone older than us thinks... The kids' TV shows that came out in the nineties and eighties are the best thing, and whatever. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, you it's what you grew up with, it's what you cling to, what it's what forms your memories, it's all these things. It's how it's like how kids these days have have no appreciation for Hey Arnold. <laughs> great show, but I'm sure there's a great, there's probably a great show that um, DreamWorks is making for them that True. they're enjoying that maybe they're like. Check it out. Yeah, maybe old people are missing out on. Yeah, old being us. Mm. You keep saying the line from below deck at me now, and it actually is true. For a 30-year-old, with nothing going on in life. <laughs> That's true. That's me. That's uh, me. Well, I'm not quite there, but uh, I'll probably be there soon. Yeah, you will soon. Yeah. Don't worry. It's coming. Yeah, I'll do That 30-year-old's coming. Please don't mind. Um, so, as I said, we are going to be talking about the 3D animation DreamWorks franchises. So, not the individual movies, but the franchises. And what's going to have to happen is me and Orion, we're going to have to agree on the list from worst to best and uh, if you've seen our other episodes where we have to rank things and agree, it's not always that easy, is it? Definitely not. <laughs> so we're going to try our very best. Yeah, so clarity, we're not talking about the 2Ds and we're not talking about ones that are not franchised. Yes, and I can give you a little rundown of what those are. You just know to what? remind yourself. Let's give a little rundown for the listeners. Yes, yeah, so we're not including Ants in 1998, first movie they released. We're not including the likes of Megamind, Shark Tale... Monsters vs. Aliens. Oh, we're not including those. Some bangers there. Yeah. And we're not including the 2D animations, like Jiggy said. So, Spirit, Road to El Dorado, Sinbad, Prince of Egypt, not included. On a separate note, mm. where do you stand in the Despicable Me versus Megamind debate? What is the debate? Have I missed it? Which is better? Oh. So, I've not really seen Megamind. It was on in the background when I was like building a cupboard in someone's house. I don't know why I remember that, but... So I've not really... I suppose it's a memorable thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I don't remember the film so much. I remember really liking Despicable Me when it came out. Yeah, I loved it when it came out. And also Despicable Me, there are more films for Megamind to stand up against, you know. Mm -hmm. Despicable Me 2 was actually decent, I thought, from what memory. I thought Illumination actually were fairly decent at having good success with Despicable Me. Yeah. Um, I remember a lot of people saying, oh, Megamind is better. And I hadn't seen Megamind for a while, so then I watched Megamind and I thought, it's good, but... I still think Despicable Me has, like, a bit of an edge. Ah. I just thought I'd ask you to see, see what's going on. Float that around. Cool. Yeah. So, as I said, we've got the 2D animations, and that will have to be a separate episode probably because I know lots of people love The Prince of Egypt. Mm. I really liked The Road to El Dorado when I was a kid. Oh, great Jiggy really liked Spirit of Stallion. Well, it's not that I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that I remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that must say something. And then, Do I remember it? It's about a horse, a white horse. So it is. Yeah. 
Okay. And then, um, <laughs> then we're also not including Wallace and Gromit. Now, the reason I say Wallace and Gromit is because DreamWorks, they did not produce Wallace and Gromit. That's Ardman Studios, but they did distribute it. Yeah, they did three of the Ardman films. Oh, I see. Okay, excellent. So we're not including any of those. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Well, what I'll do is I'll just say what the franchises are, like the first film, and then we can dive into the multitude of films that are within the franchise and um, where we're going to start ranking them. Okay, let's do it. I'm ready for it. So, the franchises in question mm-hmm. are Shrek, Oof. Madagascar, Oh yeah, Can- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek, <laughs> <That's really Julian. laughs> Shrek, yeah. Madagascar, Kung Fu Panda, which had a cheeky mention in our last Jackie Chan episode, of course, um, How to Train Your Dragon, mm-hmm. Trolls, The Boss Baby, and The Croods. Orion's face just scrunched up at his last few <laughs> mentions. Do you want to know what's funny? Mm. Is well, have I already written it in the right order? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you might. <laughs> Isn't it funny how the last three came out after 2016? Oh, yeah. Is that true? Have I just made a false statement? No, you're right. Trolls was 2016. Oh, no, wait. The Croods was 2013. So there you go. All right. I'll, I'll give that one a bye. My bad. Um, Bye, bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sinbad. I don't know what you're saying. Sinbad? Was that a Disney or was that a... I literally said, like, Spirit, Road to El Dorado, Sinbad, oh, Prince I, of Egypt. I didn't hear Sinbad. I heard the Prince of Egypt. So, where would you like to start? Let's start at the end of the list, as in, what's the worst? I mean, I think we both have in our heads that, like, the last three I did say, which was Trolls, The Croods, and the boss baby go in the sort of later end of the list. So, on all three of those franchises, I've not seen any of them fully. <laughs> <laughs> but Should we I, just put put them in joint fist? <laughs> I think no, no, no. Ironically, yesterday mm. or today, no, yesterday, I was listening through some songs, mm. like just on Spotify. You know, sometimes it just starts playing radio or like like whatever. Yeah. DJ, how these are some songs you're really gonna like. <laughs> you know the guy that's like. This is some songs from an artist you listened to recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was kind of that vibe. Mm. But they had a song come on from Trolls World Tour. Oh. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be rubbish. No, it was a banger. <laughs> it was SZA plus Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. And it was a little bit of a pop banger. To be fair to Trolls, yeah. is that the songs have become into the mainstream and are very poppy good songs like that should give an edge yeah you know what's the Timberlake one dance 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 yeah da, 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 was da, that da, Trolls no stop feeling. I'm pretty sure that was Smurfs that's different oh then no Trolls doesn't transcend everything no 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 that was a banger that yeah. was a banging song are you sure that was Smurfs I just I want to check it was until, you know. okay let's have a little research on that I'm not that up to date with these modern kid films. Well, just do check, because I may be wrong, but I was pretty sure it was Smurfs, because I think it came out in 2015. It was it called? Can't Stop oh, the yeah, it's Can't Stop. And also, the reason I, I'm pretty sure I remember that, <laughs> am I wrong? No, no, you, do you know when you type into Google, I was writing Can't Stop, and then it was just coming kind of like, weeing, weeing, Can't Stop the Feeling. Um, and anyways, the reason I'm pretty ah, sure I know that song... Ah, I was so right. Trolls, was mate. Trolls. I was right. Was it? Yep. You know so maybe what? I do know everything about movies. Maybe you, do. maybe you do. You just know everything. You know what? Fair play. I will accept that because... Well, you better because it's true. Well, yeah, but it makes sense why they got JT back for World Tour. Of course. Because he created a banger. 
on the yep. first one. And the second one is a pretty big banger as well. I just don't think it's had the success that Capsule no. are feeling So what, how does the second song go from the second song like, to... Da, 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 it's like a little yeah, like boppy vibe, you know? Cool. Um, but I, anyways, I've never really seen it, but I heard that song and I was like, well, that's going up in the tier list then. Okay, cool. So, so Trolls is maybe not in the final, final spot. That no. means we have to decide between the Boss Baby and the Crudes. Now, I don't know much about either. I've seen clips of the first Boss Baby. Mm-hmm, and too. the only redeeming factor in my head that gives Boss Baby the edge is it's got Alec Baldwin. Well, do you know who's, who's in the crudes? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> one of your faves. One of my faves. She's in a movie you watched recently. Emma Stone. Yep. Emma Stone. Now, she is the actor of our generation. Yeah, she's great. I mean, she is... Pre- I mean, people thought it was Nicolas Cage, but it's actually Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Stone is so good. We actually watched Poor Things recently. Oh, great. And film. if we had um, not recorded our New Year's episode a little bit before New Year's, because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we caught poor things right at the end of the year, or did we see it in January? Uh, I think it was right in the end of December. It was at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, so, it was 2023, uh, people. Yeah, so if so. I could go back and change my favourite movie of 2023, <laughs> poor things might be in contention, you know. I really like Really? Liked. Yeah. Over, what was the one? Dream scenario. Dream scenario. And possibly Susan Me. Ooh. Yeah, it goes in that top three for me. Woo. It beats Oppenheimer, you think? Yeah. Which is fun, mate. No, 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 Poor Things is great. And I actually love, and I saw this clip of um, Willem Dafoe and uh, Mark Ruffalo. And they're just dancing together. Yeah, Yeah. and then Willem Dafoe's like, I wanted to be in that scene. (laughs) Like doing all this. I was like, that's jokes. And and yeah, they were like, oh, it took, we rehearsed it for hours and then just did it. Sounds fun. Mm -hmm. It sounds like they actually had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so Emma Stone, that's a redeeming factor, actually. Yeah. But I can't speak from experience, so I think we're just going to have to make a judgment call. So, The Boss Baby, I know that there's... Uh, the two films that are in that franchise are The Boss Baby and The Boss Baby Family Business. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Which came out in 2017 and 2021, respectively. And then The Croods, we had The Croods, 2013, and then The Croods, A New Age, in 2020. That's quite a significant Whoa. gap between, like, a first film and a sequel. I know what happened. What? Someone probably pitched them a film and they thought, that's going to make no money. What have we got in the back catalogue yeah. that we could just bring back? And then we're like, oh, the crew has been sitting around yeah. for a while. Let's just bring that back. Okay. That's probably what I have. That was probably the exact decision making. I mean, who knows? But um, Interesting. Well, the Boss Baby, I didn't really like the look of it, to be honest. I didn't like At the, least the animation. The I, didn't, no. I didn't like the idea behind it. Like, it yes. Just, Sorry if everyone really loves The Boss Baby and we're totally missing out. Let us know if we need to watch it and like give it a proper chance. But for the purposes of this list... Should we relegate Boss Baby? I think Boss Baby should be last. But uh, so what you're saying is because Crude is a more interesting idea, mm. we're going to give it a little bit more props than we give Boss Baby. I mean, is the Crude more interesting? I don't really know, but... Oh, I don't know. I'm up for it. It's got Emma Stone in it. Why not? <laughs> Great. Okay. Also, to be fair, should we just put them both tied? I think place? they need to be tied last. Okay. They're at the bottom. Although saying that, The Crudes was nominated for Best Picture. Really? Oscar. Oh, well, animation, not Best <laughs> Picture. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what we missed out <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Whereas I cannot see The Boss Baby nominated anywhere when here. When was the last time an animation won Best Picture? Was it Spirited Away? That didn't win Best Picture. That was one uh, Best Animated Picture. Uh, hmm. Has there been a Best Picture winner? Like Best Film? 
just being anime? Yeah, loads. Before they brought in Best Anime Picture in 2004. 2001, sorry. Ah, I see. All right, well, great. So what I'm saying is, the long way around there, The Croods in 2013 was nominated for Best Animated Picture. Okay. I didn't win, but it was nominated. But The Boss Baby was not nominated for anything in the Oscar categories. Um, Yeah, I would say... So in that case, I think it has to be Boss Baby at the bottom. Yeah. Then the crew. By sheer force of will of the people. Yeah. Uh, that, they, they have reckoned that, that all the crew is better than the boss. The baby. rich, like, people they, that vote in the Oscars. Well, so we've got those two at the bottom. Excellent. Then it has to be trolls because of the music because, makes throwing. Because we've just discovered that Justin Timberlake basically saved the films. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Because trolls is made up of trolls 2016, yeah. trolls world tour mm-hmm. 2020, and trolls band together 2023. Yeah, there was there was one last year, wasn't there? Yeah. I just couldn't remember all of Yeah, it. I saw the advert for it when I watched um, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which, you know, someone else talked about yeah, right. very soon. Did um, um, it look any good? No, no. I mean, it was fine. No, I mean, no, yeah. no, I don't know. I mean, that's why it's third last. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we have... There we go. So out of the seven franchises we have, we're going to put Boss Baby at the bottom, mm-hmm. seventh place. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to put The Crude. Because of Emma Stone saving it and the Oscar win. Okay. Oh, nomination even. Yeah. And then Great. in fifth place, we are going to be putting Trolls. Trolls. Because of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> well, I still stand by what I said earlier, um, which is that Crudes may have come out before 2016. But um, doesn't that just kind of prove that it's gone downhill? If Crudes won or well, was nominated mm-hmm. for Best Animated Picture, yeah. that hasn't happened since. No, no, it hasn't. No, um, Sorry. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of interesting to look at. Actually, no, I tell a lie. Oh. There have been a few others nominated, but none of them are like original films. So it's not the Boss Baby one and it's not Trolls one. Ah, uh, okay. We have a few sequels from the other ones that are nominated. World Tour? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> Trolls World uh, Tour. Oh, okay. No, I mean from the other films. From oh, House of Training oh, Dragon oh. and from... Well, obviously, yeah, but we're going to get into that because that is a whole different kettle of fish. Well, we're getting into it now. <laughs> okay, we're there. Okay, we're there. Let's so this is where I think it's getting tricky. So we've got okay. top four places now left to fill. Excellent. Where do we put in the order of House Training Dragon, Kung Fu Panda, Madagascar and Shrek? Now, there are Would... lots of people love a lot of those. No, I'm going to say something different. Oh. I'm going to say, are we, at this point now, mm. given where we are, are we counting Puss in Boots as a separate franchise? I kept it in the Shrek franchise. Okay. I respect the decision. I just... Because it's it started from there. It's but but it, the Puss in Boots movies, they just haven't had anything to do with Shrek. No, that's true. They're almost completely isolated from Yeah, it. but would you... So, so, for example, you have a film and you have one character in it and there's a spin-off series of films you don't count that as part of the franchise you count that as a separate franchise what I'm thinking about it's hard in my head because <laughs> because why are you laughing at that it's just so serious like it's hard in my head <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm trying to think it's because what I'm thinking about is like other films that have had spin-offs I'm thinking about and they've had more than just a character connection to the original film give me an example well I'm thinking mainly of Star Wars films mm-hmm. I mean I now I'm trying, that's why it's hard in my head, because I'm trying to get <laughs> out of Star Wars and trying to think of something else. I'm coming up blank. 
Okay. Um, okay, so fine, you, we'll keep it in. Well, so, so for, yeah, so the Solo movie that came out. Yeah. Um, not Harrison Ford in it, but it was like the prequel film mm-hmm. with Amelia Clark in it. Mm-hmm. So would you call that as part of the Star Wars franchise or would you call that its own thing? Imagine it had a sequel, maybe. I would call that part of the Star Wars franchise. There you go. And it's just that Puss in Boots happens to no, have because there, No, it's because there are other characters from Star Wars in Solo. Are there? Yeah, Lando, Calrissian. Mm. And also, it's the whole like universe is in the, sh- the Star Wars universe, whereas the Puss in Boots ones are not in the Shrek universe. They're just Puss in Boots movies. They're still in the fantastical fairy tale world, though. Not like they're suddenly in the human world exclusively. Are they? Yeah. I haven't seen the newest Puss Puss in Boots, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm sad about that because they got the three bears with Alice in Wonderland. Not Alice in Wonderland. The the one who eats the porridge. Whoever that is. That's not Alice in Wonderland. No, no, no. Red Riding Hood. No. Red Riding Hood. So before Christmas, yeah. I saw uh, like a. a children's play at the Limbury Theatre in the Royal Opera House and this is relevant uh, and it was all about the grim fairy tales and it was told in this really nice way love that story <laughs> yeah, I was just saying it relates to what we just said sure. um, but um, yes there are other creature features in <laughs> Last Wish creature features yeah. it's just a great way of saying it um, okay Point conceded. <laughs> Skip all that. I mean, if you feel very passionately about putting... No, no, I don't. I don't. I was just trying to establish what, what we're doing. Because there may have been a fifth franchise, potentially. Yeah. I don't want to miss out on that. Why should I just run down what all the these last four franchises include? Just get out of there. Okay? Everything in these. Oh, this is going to be a long list for y'all. Yeah, no worries. Um, Shrek has Shrek. 2001 Shrek 2 2004 mm-hmm. in brackets that is the highest grossing animated film of all time upon release did you know that mm-hmm. um, Shrek the 3rd 2007 Shrek the Halls 2010 Puss in Boots 2011 <laughs> Puss in Boots The Three Diablos 2012 Puss in Boots The Last Wish 2022 and Shrek 5 is currently in development I really hope not <laughs> no, I it really is. hope that's not it is it is soon cool so then we move on to Madagascar First Madagascar came out in 2005. Then we have Madagascar Escape to Africa, so number two, 2008. Mm-hmm. Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted, 2012. Madly Madagascar, 2013. Penguins of Madagascar, 2014. Oh and Madagascar 4, which was actually cancelled. I just wanted to put that as a little fact out there. I am not surprised it was cancelled. <laughs> um, uh, there was a slow decline mm. in quality. Uh, but I... Like them big. I like them chunky. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like to move it, move it. No, I'm thinking from the second one. Oh, right. Do you remember okay. the second one? With sort of. Moto Moto. Yeah. And he's like, I like them big. Yeah, I, I do like sort of remember um, Cool. So then we have Kung Fu Panda. Oof. So the Kung Fu Pandas, we have Kung Fu Panda 2008, mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda 2 2011, Kung Fu Panda 3 2016. And? And Kung Fu Panda 4 is coming out in 2024. Yeah, and... For some reason, mm. the trailer for Kung Fu Panda 4 really threw me because it really sounds like they've like AI'd uh, Jack Black's voice. Mm. It's really weird. He doesn't sound the same. He is older. Well, yeah, he's older, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it almost sounds a bit more uh, produced. Maybe that's just the, the style they're going for. I, I don't not. know. 
because mm. I quite like Jack Black and his voice. Mm. So I love. It. I haven't watched the trailer, so I shall tune in and watch. Mm-hmm. After Kung Fu Pandas, we have How to Train Your Dragon, How to Train Your Dragon One, two thousand and ten, How to Train Your Dragon Two, two thousand fourteen, How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, twenty nineteen. That's a lot of films. Well That's a lot of films. Yeah. So in my head, in my top space, mm-hmm. it's going to be Shrek is up there. Okay. For me, Madagascar is maybe more on the fourth arena. Arena. And then there's a bit of discussion about the other two. No, you see, here's the problem. What? Shrek is populated with a bunch of... I know, don't... Yes, that's the downside. However... But the strength of the others, hold up. I would make the argument. Mm. How to Train Your Dragon 1 and 2 are some of the best kids' films ever made. Oh, wow. I would, because, you know what? I'm going to slightly reduce that statement, but retain, <laughs> but retain its, its imperative, which is that I would argue number two is one of the best kids' films ever made. I do remember watching it and thinking, oh, well, surprisingly, it was quite good. It was very, it's, and I watched it recently, mm. and it's really, Still really good. Up. Yes, mm. it's a very, very strong film. Mm. It's great characters, mm. great story, mm. and fun. I mean, half the time, you just want a kids' film to be fun, you know? Yeah, that's the problem with Shrek, because it has Shrek 1, has Shrek 2, and people say the most recent Puss in Boots is excellent. Yes, I agree. Mm. It's not as good as Shrek 1 and 2, but it's very good quality kids' film. Well, it's very also got a very interesting animation style, which is Yeah, and cool. I mean, the like, I mean, the story's pretty basic, but it's done really well, characters are great, it's, really, it's fun, mm-hmm. you know, not getting bored in it. Well, that's what you want, yeah. But I do remember being on a plane ages ago and watching, trying to watch Shrek the third, I think oh, it was. Dear. And it was like Rumpelstiltskin or something. I can't remember which one it was, but it was like really bad. I remember watching it and being like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> There's layers. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is tough. This is a tough Well, let's bracket. discuss Madagascar maybe, because I haven't touched on that. Okay. And Pandas. Let's just quickly discuss them generally then. Okay, let's talk Madagascar first, because... I remember the first one being really fun. And it's got David Schwimmer. Yeah, of course. Um, no, the Chris first... Rock? Oh, again, another one. Jada Pinkett Smith. Great. <laughs> What's wrong with Jada Pinkett Smith? Oh, it was nothing. I just said Chris Rock and Jada Pinkett Smith in the same oh. sentence. And I was like, drama. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just did a slapping I motion. I thought that was the you forgot. connection. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyways, sidestepping that whole debacle, um, <laughs> I like Madagascar 1. I remember liking Madagascar 2. I think it held up pretty well, as in it was... Again, a sequel that was pretty good, like pretty much up the standard of first one. Some people even say it was better. I actually would say that. And the reason is because you said it held up well as a sequel. Mm. I don't think either one particularly holds up well now. I think that's to do with the animation. And mm. I think it's to do with It's quite humor. a boxy animation, isn't it? It's very boxy. And it's totally different from something like How to Train Your Dragon, which is yeah. very stylized, very well executed. Uh, something like Shrek, which was like, still today you can watch Shrek and think, yes, it's older, but actually it's refined and mm-hmm. it's good. Um, simple, doesn't, you know, it's not boxy, basically. Whereas Madagascar chose a style which I think was always going to just sort of look a bit <laughs> eh in time. Mm. Um, yeah, and I haven't seen the other one. Madly Madagascar. <laughs> I haven't seen that. No, I haven't either. It could be a short as well, like, because Shrek the Halls and stuff, they're slightly shorter films, I think. They're like specials. Yeah, I actually remember Shrek the Halls being watchable. But is I, it a special? Is it like 60 minutes? Or no, is it I like... think it's like a special, yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on Madagascar? 
I remember watching it in school. Like, it was always the one that they put on in, like, the last day of term when the mm. teachers couldn't be bothered teaching while they're just, like, put on Madagascar. And there was one girl in my class who used to always cry in Madagascar when um, the lion wants to eat the zebra. Oh, yeah, because he gets crazed. Yeah, he's all yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know. We took Ben Stiller as well. I mean... It's yeah. got it's got like things going for it. Right? I really do like the voice acting actually across the board in Madagascar. I think it's, yeah. that's probably the strongest element to it. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, definitely, we need to mention that because the actors are great, the voice acting is great, and like that's what I'm saying is it's not. We're so right to not have it in the bottom stuff because there are redeeming qualities about it. But then something like Penguins of Madagascar, right, was just a bit like. I mean, I know that Puss in Boots came after, but like it was trying to do for. Madagascar, obviously, what Puss in Boots was trying to do. And I think that Puss in Boots has just done it so much better. And I think Penguins yeah. Madagascar just didn't have anything to, like... Like, the characters weren't really stand out enough. Kind of reminds me of, like, the Minions, of, like, going off and doing their film. But the Minions, yeah. there's more to it. I think the Minions film is better than Penguins of Madagascar. Yeah, well, I think that, again, with the Minions, it was the case of they had more to build on them with. Whereas the Penguins of Madagascar, I guess... Yes, they were, like, spies, but mm-hmm. the problem was, like, as characters within their film, they were mm-hmm. very gaggy. Yeah. Like, it was... Okay, that's... <laughs> like, really, jokes. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, they were, like, a gag. Yeah. Like, a joke gag. Yeah, a joke gag. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said gaggy. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to say is... I get your vibes. It, yeah, it just didn't quite have that... It's not that sophisticated, is it? And I'm not saying the Minions is sophisticated. (laughs) Oh, very sophisticated. Martin Scorsese would love that. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Yeah. Okay, so we haven't really talked about Kung Fu Panda. Let's do it. So let's do that. Um, So Kung Fu Panda, it's a similar thing where I remember seeing Kung Fu Panda 2 and being like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Like, it's it's not as good as... I do think Kung Fu Panda 1 is my favourite. You know what, though? Mm. I'm going to say something which is not the same as all the others we've just talked about. Yes. I'm not sure about uh, How to Train Dragon 3. I didn't actually see it. For shame. But <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 3 is pretty good. I think I've seen it, but I just I it's can't the, separate it. It's about it. him and his long-lost parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Noodles. <laughs> it's about that last, uh, last, uh, yeah, last episode. Um, James Hong. The second one's got some good things going for it too. Is about the prophecy of a tale of black and white with the duck. Yes, okay, yeah. No, not the duck, the peacock. But, yeah, the peacock. The peacock who wants to rule the world, mm-hmm. but is terrified of a creature of black and white. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And so it goes, Poe saves the day. Yeah, he channels his inner peas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I love that, like... I mean, I just like the whole idea in, that he has to channel in, his in, food in hunger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chasing the food. Like the bit where he's doing the push-ups over the fire and he's like... Yeah. Like, trying, to get the, trying to get the food. And I think the... Um, I think what's good about Kung Fu Panda, and I think it's all the films, actually, is that actually, like, the villains are quite scary. Yeah, Tai Lung is... Yeah, really scary. <laughs> and, like, the massive, like, prison. It's all like that Batman prison where oh, he's, like, down in the hole scene. and he, like, escapes and jumps out. What great sequence. Yeah, good. It's very good. Whereas, like, what's who's the villain in Madagascar? That's not. It's there more, is no villain. No, well, that's what I'm the saying. The world it's is like, their villain. <laughs> no, no, it's like them sort of figuring out who they are in the wild and sort of like mistaken. Not, it's not mistaken identity, but you know what I mean. That sort of thing. Whereas, Comfy Panda has more of like a like a gripping story and characters and antagonists yeah. than Madagascar does. Yeah, um, but you know, 
the great voice acting lends itself to that set setup, I think, because it is more about the personal relationships between other cast in Madagascar. But yeah, like you said in Kung Fu Panda, it's more about the kind of the gravitas of the story, mm-hmm. um, and the characters are there to serve that kind of. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> just did like a big swerve with his head. I'm peacock. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Kung Fu Panda. A big swerve. A big swerve. Uh, and swinging yeah. a myth. <laughs> swinging a myth. Uh, what Anyways, the characters in Kung Fu Panda serve the story um, and they do it really well. Mm. They got Master Uwe with the best quote of all time. Yeah. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. And that is why it's called the present. I like that. I like that quote a lot. It's a great quote. Very beautiful. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of a quote from Madagascar that always used to make me chuckle. Marty! <laughs> <laughs> I can't do David Schwimmer screaming. <laughs> it's just him like... Screaming about how he's got an allergy or whatever in the box or oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I always remember that. Um, okay, so how to train your dragon then? Let's chat about it. Why is it so good to you? I think it's a case of good story told really well. Mm. I think that's why they're just good. So the first one came out and I, weirdly, I think in the lead up to the film coming out, I'd heard about it and someone got me one of the books mm-hmm. and I was very attached this is one of the only cases where I have that, like, books before films thing. Yeah. And so I read, like, there's, like, loads of them. There's, like, ten books. I read pretty much eight of them. And they were great, great kids' books. And then I was like, oh, I don't think the film is going to live up to it. So I didn't watch it. But you know what? I watched the film. They changed a lot of things, obviously, mm-hmm. because you need to. Um, and I thought, actually really really great story and I, in a way I'm glad they didn't just do what the books did because in the books Toothless is this like tiny puny dragon mm-hmm. like it's a bit of a joke yeah like Hiccup gets stuck with the worst dragon yeah right like it's a complete joke they completely went in a separate original script direction for yeah. the film and I really respected it and thought they did it really well mm-hmm. Toothless is cute yeah Toothless is cute and again out of all the ones it's got the best animation in my opinion yeah, it does actually have a really nice look, yeah. all of them. It's really polished, and, like, because there's, you know, obviously dragons in it, it's <clears throat> it's a lot about, like, the fire as yeah. well, you know, and the fire is done so well. It's like you can feel the heat in that film. Like the dragon fire in Shrek, eh? <laughs> Not so quite, much, I think. Quite, it? Though, that is a great castle sequence. Yeah, it's so good. One. That is fantastic. Do you know what I love about Shrek? Sorry, jumping back to Shrek. Yeah. What's so iconic about Shrek is, like, I vividly remember being in the cinema watching that. And that's me at, like, eight years old, and I can remember that viewing so clearly. Really? Yeah. And I remember watching the castle sequence and being really scared, of course. Well, as a kid, I'm sure it is scary. Yeah. But I mean, all the jokes were so funny. Yeah. It's, like, such a great balance of a movie for a kid. You can and enjoy it as an adult. Well, that's for me, as an, as an adult. The thing with How to Train Your Dragon, I remember, you know, it is really lovely looking, I remember the stories and the characters being, you know, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I'm not that nostalgic about it because I watched it older. Like, mm-hmm. it came out in 2010, mm-hmm. so I was not wanting to kiss films so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Although saying that, in 2010 I did go see my all-time fave, Toy Story 3, and dressed up to go see it in the cinema, so. I remember you dressing up to go see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a time. Um, but anyway, well, I think what I'm seeing coming to the fold is, is Madagascar going in spot number four? I think it has to, and I think that Madagascar is almost in a way only redeemed by its performances. Mm. And I think that 
everything else kind of around it just isn't strong enough in the face of these other three. Yeah, I think that's it. Comparing it <clears> to the other three, I agree that I think the three are better, mm. more enjoyable. You know, and the thing is, I did see Madagascar when I was younger, and so it is actually more nostalgic for me in some ways than say How Strange a Dragon or even Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, I mean, but it's nostalgic for me. Even that's not, you know, that's not tainting no. how good I think the other ones are and, compared to it. And that argument is what's helping me not taint How to Train Your Dragon. So, mm. okay, I'm going to say I agree with you on so Madagascar, number four. Number four. Madagascar's number Solved. four. Solved. The mystery I, is solved. <laughs> so, I want to revisit the point you just made about How to Train Your Dragon. Mm-hmm. Because you were saying that, you started off by saying that for Shrek, it's great because as an adult, you can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I think that I would agree with you in the sense that there's not as much adult enjoyment you can get from How to Train Your Dragon. But my point earlier mm. was that it was the best kids film. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily for adults, but for a kids film, it's fantastic. Number two, especially. Yeah. Number one's very, very good, but number two is fantastic. Because I don't remember How to Train Your Dragon having, like, like really, like, witty humour, necessarily. No, it doesn't, but it doesn't need it. No, 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 it doesn't. It does have really good action sequences, I remember. Yep. And, like, I remember the visuals being very, very strong. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is what did DreamWorks establish when Shrek came out, basically? Mm-hmm. It's first big franchise. Mm-hmm. It established that they are extremely creative. Mm. It established that they are very clever, witty, and that they can do movies which reach adults as well as kids, mm-hmm. which is a very big strength. And dif- yeah, difficult to do, that is. And difficult to do. So if <coughs> How to Train Your Dragon doesn't hit all those markers... But what I'm saying Mm. is it's not mired in four films of crap. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it's more than four. I mean, let's look. Uh, Shrek the Third, Shrek the Halls, Puss in Boots, Puss in Boots, the Three Diablos. Well, we don't know what Shrek 5 is going to bring. Basically, with Shrek, the the, the best films you've got is Shrek, Shrek 2, and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Mm. Like, those are facts. Those are great movies. The first Puss in Boots was not memorable. No. I don't, I've seen it, but I don't... I've definitely seen it at some point, but I don't remember it. And um, Shrek, Shrek the Third, I remember being really... Yeah, bad. I remember that being really terrible. Like, I, I remember watching it and turning it off. Yeah, same. I actually remember mm. that. I don't remember what happens in the film. I just remember the feeling of, this is really bad. I'm not yeah. watching any more of this. Um, Turn that down. Yeah. Whereas, again, Shrek the Halls, I watched probably one Christmas as a... Yeah. Whatever. And, like, I remember just thinking, it's fine. But... If we're talking about, like, the best franchise, isn't it impressive that Shrek managed to spawn so many films, eh? Quality of a quantity, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Mm, okay, now, but, so, I mean, How to Train Your Dragon and Kung Fu Panda currently mm-hmm. have the same amount of films. In yes, them. they do. Um, what? Well, well, it's hard because we haven't seen the third How to Train Your Dragon. No. So did the strength of those two overweigh the strength of three Kung Fu Pandas from our knowledge? What do you think? I mean, I'm always going to be slightly biased towards Kung Fu Panda, I think, that because I always enjoyed it more than How to Train Your Dragon. I see. But that, that's what I was saying about not being overly nostalgic about Kung Fu Panda. Mm. It's because then I, I look at it from an objective film point of view. And I think number one and two of How to Train Your Dragon 
very solid films. Mm. I do feel that the second Kung Fu Panda is not so solid as a film. Mm. Enjoyable to watch, mm. but I wouldn't say it's that solid as a film. Well, do you want to know what films, and maybe this will help since it's swung... Yeah, we need some since outside. It swung, since it's swung the crudes, what do you want to know about what other ones were nominated slash won for Best Picture? Will this help? Since we've got a bit of a hung jury, <laughs> yeah. maybe we do need a little bit of influence. Well, so Shrek in 2001 won Best Picture, and that was the first Academy Award for Best Animated Picture that had ever happened. Yep. So it didn't exist as a category before then. Okay. Then we had Shrek 2 was nominated in 2004. Kung Fu Panda was nominated in 2008. Okay, that makes sense. Then 2010, How to Train Your Dragon was nominated. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda 2 was nominated in 2011, as was Puss in Boots. Then we had How to Train Your Dragon 2 nominated in 2014. The third How to Train Your Dragon was nominated in 2019. And then Puss in Boots' Last Wish was nominated in 2022. So Kung Fu Panda 3 was not nominated. This is... Oh, interesting. This is useful information. However, I want to caveat this by saying it also depends on the quality of films in that year as well. True. So, but, given a nomination is still a very good thing, Mm. we do have three nominations for How to Train a Dragon. I know. Lacking one for that Kung Poo. Kung Poo! (laughs) (laughs) It's not uh, Kung Pao, mate. Yeah, Kung Fu. Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 3. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. What a night. Um, this is a tough subject, man. Well, Kung Fu Panda 4 is coming out this year. So, again... So, really, we're doing this a year too early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but as in, we are missing a film from the franchise that we could talk about. We have to go off what we have now. Because, true. <clears throat> realistically... Um, do you want to tell me what I would do in the top three? With the top three spots, you know what I would do. It's okay. my order. Let's hear it. How to Train a Dragon third, Kung Fu Panda second, Shrek one. Uh, Shrek. Shrek one. <laughs> just Shrek one. I mean, I could if it if, if we could just pick a film. Shrek wins Shrek all movies yeah. all time. <laughs> I'd put Shrek in the top spot. What about you? Okay, if you could just do your top three now, what would you do? Don't bother what I've said. Just what would you do personally? It's hard because I'm now trying to weigh up. Does the brilliance of Shrek one and two? outweigh <laughs> the, the others no but like they hold up in a sea of what I would call not very good and then you have two other franchises which are strong across, across the, the board, board strong oh yeah that's a good point that's what I'm saying like you have a lot of nostalgia for Shrek 1 and Shrek and 2 yeah well I know I mean I do too I'm, I'm and I've got a year's, year's worth of nostalgia for Puss and Boots alive <laughs> 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 it's not quite the same but I my 28 year old self was like really holding on to that well 30 year old nothing going on so. <laughs> it's um, no okay 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 as it stands I want to put I don't want to put Shrek first but well, I what would you like do? well what would to. you do if you I wasn't here what would you put as the top three but I also haven't seen the third one of. Well, you have so to, hard. You have to go on what you you your instinct. What okay, instinct my instinct friends? is telling me. My instinct is telling. Me. How to Train Your Dragon, mm-hmm. Shrek, then Kung Fu Panda. What Kung Fu Panda first? Third. Oh, say it again. First is How to Train Your Dragon. Right. Second is Shrek. Third is Kung Fu Panda. Got a bit of a problem there because How to Train Your Dragon is my third, not my first. Likewise. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, True. No. Okay, okay. I'm I willing think... to meet you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we just going to agree that Kung Fu Panda is bang in the middle? <laughs> should we just leave it there? <laughs> Second I spot, think, Kung Fu Panda. I think we should. And, wait. Oh, no, do we? <laughs> okay, okay. 
Okay, yes. well, let's leave that no, for a second. No, 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 no. Let's do Kung Fu Panda is second. Wow. We both really? agree that it's good enough to be the second top dog. Yeah. You know, so realistically, it deserves its place. It does. And got to give it to um, it's, Black. It's, you know what it is? It's a very consistent franchise. Mm-hmm. Good job. Well done, DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah. Well done. It is consistent across the board. I feel like as well, I do think like the characters and the voice acting... I mean, I'm sure it's great in House Train Dragon, but it's actually more memorable in Kung Fu Panda. Like, it's more iconic, the voice. Like, the, the voice of Hiccup or whatever. Like, yeah, it's fine. Obviously, it does the job. But there's something about Jack Black and those powerful voice actors and Dustin Hoffman and, like... It's big cast. It's a big cast. And it's like, they really suit the roles. And I know, like, Jackie Chan only has, like, four lines. But he's in there. He's funky. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just solid. I respect it. And to that point... I also do believe that the sequences in the Kung Fu Panda films are really strong. Yeah. Especially, well, we've like already you said, talked about, yeah. yeah, the prison one. But then also in the first one, you have, um, at the end, um, the fight scene between him and Tai Lung is really good, really mm-hmm. strong. And then the second one, you have... Um, oh, it's got a really good intro. Oh, yeah, because they're, like, flying around beating up some bad guys. Yeah. And they're having a great old time. <laughs> and then Poe turns around, sees something that like that's, like black and white and reminds him of a child and then gets smacked in the face yeah yeah and then it's all the like the drawing isn't it yeah like, yeah, yeah his memories so it's really nice yeah, it's, good. it's like on the bamboo and it's like a bit of kaguya yeah a bit of princess kaguya absolutely yeah. <laughs> so here we go kung fu panda second there we go okay so now how do we decide which one's third and which one's first we have to come to an agreement basically basically what i'm saying is does <laughs> the rubbish of shrek i gotta fight for shrek now here we go okay but I agree no, with you that... On its own, mm-hmm. if you were to say to me, what's better, yeah. Shrek 1 and Shrek 2, or what you call it? How to Dragon. <laughs> Yikes. How to <laughs> Dragon 1 and 2. Yeah. Hands down, I'm giving it to Shrek. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Mm. We're talking about movie franchises. Yeah. Now, as a franchise, <laughs> a clock needs to be cleaned, oiled, and we're lubricated. <laughs> um, now, as it stands, the franchise of of, of <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon oh. is, at the moment, much more consistent than mm. Shrek's. Now, you tell me what's wrong with my statement, though. What's wrong with your statement is that Shrek... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. Okay. Yes, I agree that some of the films of Shrek, are, obviously, there are some not-so-good ones in there. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I will agree with you that the standard across the board on How to Train Your Dragon is better overall I mean we haven't seen the third one but going off the Oscar (laughs) which seems to be you know the proof that it's obviously amazing um, that we should adhere all film standards to evidently the Oscars is obviously well I'm not saying that (laughs) no no we need something to basically no 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 Um, what I would say is it was their first big success and it will be their first big flop (laughs) (laughs) no Shrek is also is the first film to ever win a Best Picture Oscar. Okay, now that is an accolade. It is. And excuse me, but you will see, <laughs> excuse me. You will see that How Strange Dragon did not win any of the awards I was nominated for, actually. Okay, but my point stands. One and two, I'm not saying are not better. I'm saying the franchise. Now, you justified, you sit here and justify to me why the franchise of Shrek in its entirety beats the franchise of How to Train Your Dragon. So in franchise, are we saying beats in terms of just quality or just the impact of it? 
Do you think the impact of Shrek all over oh, the world? Oh, this argument again. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to give it to High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. But it is. It's like Shrek is a cultural icon. It spawned a musical. It spawned rides. It spawned um, all of these sequels. <laughs> it spawned all of these other movies. And as I said, granted, the quality is a bit up and down. But, you know, that's not the franchise's fault. It's the individual filmmakers in the studio money. If they get a good filmmaker behind it, like with Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, they can revitalise. We could have 10 more Shrek films in the franchise and you might have eight terrible ones. But if you've got three, two mm. or three amazing ones because you get a good filmmaker in there behind it, isn't that the power of the original characters and the original core idea that was spawned? Hey, that's my speech. That was a passionate <laughs> speech. You, started, you had me for a little while. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Thinking of this list, me... Having House Train Dragon first, then Kung Fu Panda, then Shrek, just sounds totally wrong to me. I, I get you, but what I'm saying <laughs> is it's difficult for this reason that it is unfortunate how the franchise has gone. But you said that House Train Dragon has three strong films. Shrek also has three strong films. You just have to ignore the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> the argument that's pulling me towards your side is, is not... <laughs> about the films mm. as in quality it's about the impact because I mean who can quote Hiccup from How to Train a Dragon loads no people are quoting <laughs> <laughs> loads no <laughs> no one can quote those movies <laughs> no but I mean it's like Donkey you're quoting Donkey all the time everyone is like yeah, it just true. permeates society <laughs> <laughs> Oh, lovely. How you decorate? That is a nice bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all alone. There's, There's no one here beside, beside me. me. And, this, and you've got Prince Donkey. Charming. You've got Fairy Godmother. Yeah. Voice acting, peak Eddie Murphy. Yeah, but that's Mike, not Michael that Myers. Much. Cameron Diaz. Your favourite. <laughs> that's a... Does that put it down? That, that puts it down. You've, oh. you've just stopped the convincing. <laughs> oh, no. you just ruined it. We have Judy Andrews, though, in film number two. Now it brings it back. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever mention Cameron Diaz to me as a try to win your favour. <laughs> Awful. Um, Whoops. Okay. We're running out of time. Yeah. So I will say, let's put Shrek at the first spot, Kung Fu Panda at the second spot, and How to Train Your Dragon at the third spot. Then we have Madagascar. Madagascar. Then we have mm-hmm. Trolls. Because <laughs> it's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> then we have The Crude. Thanks to the yeah, <laughs> And then we have Boss Baby. Sorry, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. How do you feel about that? If you feel very unsettled, we could always put How Strange Dragon second and bump Comfy Pan down to third. No, because I don't think that's fair. Oh, yeah, we've got to be fair to Poe. <laughs> yeah, we really do, you know. Kung Po Panda. <laughs> Kung Po Panda, apparently. Um, yeah. I don't feel great about it, but I am willing to accept it. Mm. I feel less good than when we did the musicals. Let's oh, right. Wow. Well, okay. Well, because the musicals, it felt like we came to a mutual, very, very mutual, you know. But this, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced that the franchise of Shrek in its entirety is outweighing in terms of quality, but I will concede that the impact of Shrek is long-lasting and permeable. And it still has three very high-quality films. Okay. Respect. And so does How to Train Your Dragon. But how do you feel? Great. Yeah, I'm sure you do, mate. <laughs> sure you feel great, mate. I think that's pretty good. It, it, it was tough 
But I felt it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did give a very rousing speech there, so I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, sometimes it's the passion that moves me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, you didn't have enough passion for How to Train Dragon, evidently. No, because I don't. <laughs> As in, like, I didn't have the equivalent passion that no. you had for Shrek. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what won out in the end. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Beautiful. So. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Took us a while, but we got there. <laughs> yeah. We really did. It always takes us a while in these agree episodes. It's hard, man. It I, I challenge our listeners to chat to someone they know about who have watched very similar films and try and come up with a mutually agreed list of your best films. Mm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You have to make sacrifices in this life. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> Tough, well, you know, and also let us know if you think Boss Baby needs to be higher up the list. Maybe that's your number one pick. How, how do we know? I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Are you sad that we've put um, Kung Fu Panda second and not first? Let us know what you would pick in your little order mm-hmm. of DreamWorks franchises. Please do. Uh, plenty of other DreamWorks films we can talk about in future episodes. Other animated films they've done, like I said, Shark Tale, Mega Mind. Oh my goodness. Lots of other ones. So And classics as well. So. Lots of animated classics. So What a studio. What a studio. I do want to give a shout out to DreamWorks. In amongst, you know, Disney, who just takes over everything, yeah. DreamWorks do have really interesting ideas, really solid films, and they're so, so iconic now, mm. you know? Yeah. So, I can only do what but respect them. <laughs> you, know? you can just respect them. Yeah. Love that. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks very much, you guys. To our ranking of DreamWorks franchises. Mm. It was a good one. And uh, tune in next week where we're going to have a very fun, cool movie throwback as ever. It's going to be good. We haven't actually decided what it is yet, <laughs> have we? I think we've got some ideas. We've got ideas, yeah. So yeah. there will be a movie throwback of some sort uh, next week. And also, please listen to all our previous episodes. We tell you to do that all the time. And if you're listening to this episode, you probably already have. You can but find those wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, you can. So uh, make sure you check it out on all platforms. And check us out on Instagram as well if you want a little bit of content. Mm-hmm. Basically, just repeated content from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> and see you next time. See you on the other side.